Welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888 and today we've got, you guessed it, another gun gripe episode for you. No! Yeah, another one. No. And uh, today we're going to be talking about some uh, stuff that is going on in Oregon. Uh, a couple of our viewers uh, brought this to our attention and we thought that we would uh, show a little support for our uh, Pro 2A people up in Oregon and to uh, shed some light on what is going on. So currently there is a petition floating around. Uh, it needs considerable amount more signatures by July in order to have a ballot measure added, uh, which would basically disarm essentially <clears throat> every or Oregonian, Oregon, Oregonian, Oregonian, if I may, uh, that is pretty much out there. So it's a, it's a pretty big deal, and uh, you know we kind of want to elaborate on it. And uh, one thing I do, you know, want to mention before we get into today, today's video, you know, obviously, um, if you love the channel and you want to support us, there's definitely ways that you can support the channel if you wish. Uh, we accept donations on Patreon if you want. Uh, we've also, uh, we sell a mystery box every month called Man Cans if you want to pick up one of those. All of those funds support the channel. We also sell our t-shirts on Forge from Freedom. Uh, if you love the channel and you'd love to support us, uh, that is the most direct way you can support us if you wish. So that support is greatly appreciated. And guys, we need it more than ever. Uh, so I just want to put that out real quick as we uh, continue today's video. Shameless plug, but I figure I would uh, mention that because we, we, you know, people do ask us how uh, they can support us if they wish, and that's that's the most direct way you can support us. Anyway, I wanted to just mention that really quickly. Yeah, this is some pretty uh, sketchy stuff. So, you know, uh, Chad was reading through the measure earlier, and it's definitely got some uh, things that reek of uh, tyranny, uh, uh, of course. In fact, they even go <laughs> they even go on in the you smell that. that? Smells like tyranny. Smells like tyranny. <laughs> but they even go on in Put there to say, the even though we know this is not constitutional, like it's, anyway, yeah, I'm going to have him read yeah. off some of the areas of this. So, yeah, so, so, so what are we dealing with here on this? All right, so this says, Oregon Initiative would allow or would ban assault weapons, require owners to surrender certain guns, but um, they actually have a provision in there to allow you to register your assault weapons. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. All right, but it says uh, a proposal. I don't know if this petition's floating around yet or anything like that. It's supposed to be on the ballot. So I'm guessing the ballot this year, and they're going to start this petition up. But they well, gotta have, have to be able to get enough yeah. signatures for it to be a ballot. Yeah, measure. they've got to have 88. It says they've got to have 88,000 signatures, and this is this is fun. So a propose uh, a proposal to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines in Oregon has been submitted as a ballot initiative petition intended to prevent mass shootings. Now, if you guys don't know what a ballot initiative is, basically, you can get enough signatures on a petition to add a measure to a ballot that is voted upon by the state's residents in November, I suppose, okay? And it allows pure democracy to take effect. So basically, the popular vote wins. So if they, they have a team of attorneys that word these things in such a way that it really, you know, it really dives into your feels real good and like, oh man, yeah, that sounds really good. We need to stop these mass shootings because they're they're crazy. You know, yeah, I'll vote for that. I'll vote for that. Yeah, and then guess what? Now you're banning assault weapons and then you're making people register them. You're 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 uh, you know uh, infringing on on everyone's two A rights and you didn't even realize it. That's how ballot. Oh, they realize work. it. There's no representation. They realize what they're doing. There's no representation there whatsoever. You right. really don't have a say, especially if you live in a state that is not 2A friendly. You and know, there's a lot of rural areas God. in Oregon, and we've been up there, and it's actually a very beautiful it's state. It's gorgeous. Man, what a nice Man. state. In fact, I mean, I was so impressed at how beautiful that place really was. You get out of the city, 
And uh, man, it is just such a nice state. So such a <coughs> diversity of uh, different uh, ge geographical anomalies, well, so to ge speak. I mean, it, it had very varied <laughs> geography. I mean, you got yes. the, you got the the <laughs> coasts and all the evergreens and the yeah. and Mount Hood, I believe. Is yeah. that what's over there? We went over Mount Hood, and, and that then was so cool. They've man. got high desert. I mean, it's just so pretty out no, there. It's like man, it's a, a shooter's that paradise. There's so many turds out there that want to ruin it for everybody. Pretty so, much. And the thing is, and that that's what this all comes down to. Is you look at. Um, you know, you look at, at things uh, such as just the way that this country's ran. You look at, the, um, you know, the way that these votes are, are taken in. I mean, you don't want the cities to be able to control, you know, what all the rural people have to deal with. I mean, those are two different problems. I mean, just because the folks in the cities want to be a bunch of weirdos and hurt each other all the time doesn't mean that us folks out in the rural areas should have to be subject to your dumb shenanigans, you know. <laughs> I mean, that, that's why we have, uh, you know, things like the uh, Electoral College when it comes to elections. Like, we're talking presidential elections. That's why you have Electoral College, so that it's done by county and, and things like that and by areas, so that it's not, you know, just, okay, all the people in the city, because they got this massive population, oh, well, we get to decide what you peons in the country have to do. That, that's why it's set up that way. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why this is so dangerous is because <clears throat> you get a bunch of people together and all their liberal, you know, anti-gun ideas, and they get something added as a ballot measure. That can it's be dangerous. kind of a scary thing. Yeah. You know? So filed by an interfaith religious group in Portland, Initiative Petition 42 would also require legal gun owners to surrender their assault weapons or face felony charges, um, according to the language released Tuesday. I'll read some of the actual yeah, ballot yeah. measure as well. But um the group aims to get enough signatures uh, to put the measure uh, before voters in November general election. They would need 88,000 signatures before July 6th, so they've got until middle of the summer. Um, let's see. The proposal defines any assault weapon as a semi-automatic rifle that has capacity to accept a detachable magazine, any feature like folding and telescopic stock, you, the, the usual thing. All right, so this is funny, all right? So a reduction in the availability of assault weapons and large-capacity ammunition magazines will promote the public health and safety of the residents of this state, the initiative petition says. Uh, gun, advo gun advocates obviously denounce the proposal, saying it represents unprecedented attack on the public's constitutional right to bear arms, which it obviously, does. Obviously, yes. Um, let's see. They would uh, require anyone in possession of a assault weapon to sell, surrender, or remove the weapon from the state, render it inoperable within 120 days of the passage, which... If it passes, it'll go into effect January 1st of 2019. Uh, let's see. So this is um, Representative Bill Post. He's a Republican out of Oregon. Uh, this is completely out of hand. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I've been told so many times by people in favor of gun control, no one is coming to take your guns. This explicitly comes for your guns. And, then, <laughs> and it says the initiative was sparked by the recent spate of school shootings. Uh, said one of the petitioners, Pastor Mark Newston of the Augustana, Augustana uh, Lutheran Church in Portland. Whatever. Young people in this country are crying out. This is what I read that really irritates me. Um, he told the Associated Press, This is the moment in time where we need to step alongside them as adults and do our part with them. The group intends to tap the same young people, or the same young, young Oregonians, Oregonians, that have been marching in recent protests against gun violence to help circulate the petition for signatures. So you're going to get a whole, you know, slew of bleeding heart children, yeah, who really don't probably understand that we live in a republic and not a democracy to go out and collect these signatures for something that they really probably don't truly understand the complete well, gravity of. You also have to remember what Hillary Clinton said, and she said, you know, uh, raising children is not the job of the parents; it's the job of the state. That's what she said. Um, okay. Thank God she's not a All right. President. So, so you, when you have people like Hillary who think that, oh yeah, well they they want to mold the minds of your children and this, 
you know, public education. No, they're going to educate them all right. Uh, they're going to they're completely try to change our society yep. within a couple of generations by brainwashing our kids to think all this garbage. Well, and you can also thank Hollywood and the media for that brainwashing and all, too. So, <clears throat> 1984 much? Mm. Um, all right, so... George Orwell? Yeah. All right, so this got zero comment or help from anyone in Oregon's Democratic leadership, uh, Re- Representative Post said. The reason they're not supporting this is that they're not stupid. <laughs> it you says think? That. they're not stupid. <laughs> they know this would bring out the greatest red wave of votes in Oregon history. Red being pro-gun you votes. Think? Duh. Post said he planned to introduce common sense legislation in coming days or weeks that address gun violence in schools. All right, so yeah. we must do something. This is crazy. Well, the, the, governor, right. the governor did sign in something recently up in Oregon that basically, let's see, Governor Kate Brown signed into law a bill that banned stalkers and dating partners convicted of abuse from buying or possessing guns. Well, look, the All thing right. is... I mean, if if you are convicted of a domestic crime, <laughs> if if it's domestic violence, you can't have a gun anyway. So what does mm. it what does it matter if somebody says, "Oh, you can't do this <clears throat> because if, it feels if, good." Look, the thing is, yeah, it feels good. It feels but, good. But the thing is, if you are if you have some type of domestic on your record, you can't buy a gun, and, and it's bad. I mean, look, if you get an argument with your spouse or your significant other or whatever. And you have to call the police. Somebody's probably going to jail. And guess what? Whoever's going to jail, you're going to lose your gun rights. So just keep that in mind. You you decide you want to get in an argument. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to have a discussion about something. Don't be stupid. Don't call the dang police. For the love of God, don't hit each other. Don't do stupid crap. Because <clears throat> I have certain feelings about that idea. Because I mean, you know, you're 18, 19 years old. You're considered an adult. You get an argument with your girlfriend, she hits you. Well, guess what? Somebody's going to jail, right? Young people argue, okay? Young girlfriends and boyfriends, spouses, young couples, they argue. Sometimes they get a little bit physical when it comes to that sort of thing. Does that mean that somebody should be denied their rights? That's a slippery slope indeed. I mean, I've, I've always had a, a questionable look at how domestics are handled. I mean, so to say that, you know, let's say you're 40 years old, and you got in an argument with your girlfriend when you're 18 years old. Does that mean that all of a sudden now you shouldn't be able to own a gun for the rest of your life? But but you've lived another 20 <clears throat> years of your life completely crime-free. You've never done a thing wrong in your life. You just got in a little argument when you're 18. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's a bullcrap reason to take somebody's gun rights away. Especially if there's been a certain amount of time, you know, it's gone by and, and they're, they're completely harmless. I've never done anything wrong. Come on. You know, there, there's certainly some some broken... Broken areas with that system that I don't agree with, but I wanted to make mention of that. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Yeah, so basically, I digress. this uh, this goes into describe all the banned items, which is commonplace. If you ever looked at any of the assault weapons ban that are proposed on state or federal level, pretty much everything's the same. Semi-automatic rifles, semi-automatic oh, yeah. pistols that can take a detachable magazine outside the pistol grip. Go and read it the, for yourself. The, it's a the lot. The different features, telescoping stocks, pistol grips, uh, thumbhole stocks, blah dee blah dee blah Okay. Tons. <clears throat> so... Uh, let's see, where you was I? you got to get to my favorite part. All right, yeah, your favorite part, but... All right, so 
this two here, all right, uh, it bans a conversion kit part, a combination of parts from which an assault weapon can be assembled if those parts are in possession or under the control of the same person, constructive possession. Okay. Right, even just having them in the same building, yeah. even if they're not together. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a receiver and then you've got an upper parts kit and a lower parts kit and stuff laying around, then basically you have an assault weapon. Yeah, even okay. though it's not put together. Nope. All right, so it goes into describe large capacity uh, feeding Although, devices. one like, thing yeah. I, I will mention while, while he's <clears> reading <throat> along... Um, one thing about constructive possession that the, the way the ATF approaches that idea is that there has to be intent to mm -hmm. assemble the the given parts. That's why, okay, and, I, and I'm just kind of putting mm -hmm. this out there, that's why it's not illegal to have a parts kit in general. So like, say somebody, um, here's a good example. What a lot of people will do is, let's say that somebody, you know, maybe one day they want to become a firearms manufacturer and they end up buying, you know, they want to get their class 10, class what, 07, mm -hmm. SOT, mm -hmm. FEL, the whole mm -hmm. nine yards, and they want to become an actual firearms manufacturer. I guess that's a class 10 and a class 12, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody can correct me on that. Uh, but 10 10's explosives and everything. Right, uh, and then 12 and then is a manufacturer. 7 7's manufacturer. Oh, 7, okay. Well, I'm talking they want to become a full-blown firearm manufacturer, and let's say that they want to be able to you know, get a letterhead and then build a legal uh, you know, post-sample machine gun. Well, sometimes these parts will become available, and they're too good <clears> to turn down in terms of the price, or sometimes it's just like the perfect kit. It's not illegal to simply purchase the kit and have it in your possession. You know, if somebody were to go, well, why do you have that kit? Oh, well, maybe one day I want to I want to start my own business and mm -hmm. I want to make these into a post sample mm -hmm. or whatever. It's not illegal to do so. It's not illegal, uh, you know, to mm -hmm. simply possess those items. Where the ATF starts to look at it in terms of constructive possession and what makes the wording of that so <clears> ambiguous <throat> is that there doesn't have to be any intent with with that wording, but. Just so you know, on the federal level, constructive possession has to do with intent to assemble the said parts in question. So simply having a pile of parts and having a gun that they could, in theory, go in is not enough reason for them to go, oh, well, since you have all this, you have a machine gun. Actually, no, you don't. <clears throat> if the firearm has not been modified to accept the parts and if you have no intent or show no intent to, to illegally assemble the parts, then it's not illegal. So... It's one of those things that intent is a really, really big legality when it comes to the way the ATF approaches a lot of these things. Everything from, uh, you know, all of these different stocks that people put on their guns, all of the, the pistol braces and things that people put on their guns, whatever. All of those given things, the, the intent thing is a really, really big part of how people get in trouble with them versus not getting in trouble. So I just want to kind mm -hmm. of mention that. Yep. That's right. my perspective on it. I'm not a legal authority, but that's what I've always been told about it. Yep. So under this act, um, basically you have 120 days to surrender the assault weapon or large capacity magazine to law enforcement agency for destruction, <laughs> transfer the assault weapon or large capacity magazine to a firearms dealer licensed under blah de blah for lawful sale or transfer under subsection 2 of this section, yakety yak, render the assault weapon permanently inoperable, or if eligible... Register the assault weapon or large capacity magazine with the department and meet all the requirements under Section they're, 5. They're even saying that law enforcement and military can keep their assault weapons mm -hmm. as long as they register <laughs> register those guns with the police department. So you can be a police officer and have the gun in question, but then that gun has to be registered with the police department, it even said, though well, you're a police officer. Well, it says any government officer, agent, or employee, uh, member of the armed forces of the United States, or peace officer, that uh, that term Keep is... Let's see, as, the, as that term is defined, 
in, I guess, the Oregon statute. If the person is otherwise authorized to acquire or possess an assault weapon or large capacity magazine and does so while acting within the scope of that person's duties, they're good. Or like the manufacturer of an assault weapon. So manufacturers are safe. Dealers are safe. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, but just, you know, us peons are not in Oregon. So, no, I read somewhere that if we're talking about off-duty, that now duty use, that's yeah, always a clause. Yeah. Been, I'm talking like if you're, a, if you're a policeman or a military I'm talking about civilian ownership of that item. Yeah, see, I'm not sure. It has to be yeah, registered. It, well, yeah, it has to be registered if it's civilian ownership. Right. But if it's a duty weapon, then no. Uh, I read see. that somewhere. Guys, there's so much red tape in this document. Read it for yourself, but I did read in there <clears throat> that even the police have to register the All right, things. so look at this. All right, any person who acquires an assault weapon or large capacity magazine for which registration was previously properly obtained under Section 5 oh, uh, by inheritance, bequest, or succession, or by virtue of the person's role as executor or other legal representative in a state trust shall, within 120 days after acquiring title without being subject to prosecution under Section, surrender the assault weapon or transfer it or render it inoperable yeah, yeah, or register themselves. So basically, yeah. if you inherit an assault weapon that was previously registered, then you have to register it yourself or destroy it or turn it in or whatever. They don't want you to have it. Right. And all this is in the scope of protecting, the feels. protecting everybody. My from, feels. Protecting everybody from the evil that's out there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You get to my favorite part. All right, your favorite part. All right, yeah, let me go yeah. all the way down to the bottom. So yeah, yeah. let's skip all this other crap. Yeah. Basically, it goes this into... This is what you need to hear. This, it, is, it, why, this is what makes this these yeah. kind of people so scary. So it goes into t- you know telling you what the process is for registering and all that happy crap. But it says right here, all right, Section 7. If this... Let's see. If any provision of this act or its application to any person or circumstance is held invalid... The invalidity does not affect other provisions or applications of this act which can be given effect without the invalid provision or application. And to this end, the provisions of this act are severable. So if there's anything in there that is determined to be invalid, they can be separated from the entire act, but the rest of the act will continue on. Now this is the, the best part. Continue. The people hereby declare the people that signed the petition and voted for this, uh, declare that they would have adopted this chapter notwithstanding the unconstitutionality, invalidity, and ineffectiveness of any one of its articles, sections, subsections, sentences, or clauses. So basically, whether or not this is deemed unconstitutional, it can still continue. Because reasons. Whether or not this is deemed (laughs) ineffective, as in... Hey, we did this for a reason to stop mass shootings. Did it stop it? No. (laughs) Did it stop violence? No. Oh, well, it's ineffective. Well, guess what? It's still going to continue because we said so. Right here. (laughs) Because reasons. Notwithstanding the unconstitutionality. That they don't care that they are depriving you of your constitutional rights. The constitution, you know, this is. All right, look, are you done with this? Yeah, yeah. This is the constitution. Per these people in Oregon. Yeah. There you go, right there, right there, there. Uh, yeah, that, that's but, that's how they feel about it. That's they what, do that's not what care. we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing the with. The Constitution so. might as well be written on a piece of toilet paper, and they wipe their, you, yeah, you know, you know. But 
Well, that's what our what? brothers and sisters in Oregon are, or Oregonians, Oregonians. Let's see, like or, we fold them Oregon, up like paper. Or, Oregonians, Oregon. It sounds like a master Oregon? race of aliens. Origami, Oregonians. That were anyway. So our our, right. our, our, our Oregonian friends up it, there. It kills me because are like, going through this, and it, 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 it's, it's sketchy, you know. And this is we wanted to bring this to light and just make sure that you guys know what's going on. And look, any time that our viewers um, send this kind of stuff to us, we try to at least make some minor talking point on gun gripes about it um, because we care about everybody equally. I mean, we have to stick together in this and people can't assume, oh, well, it's not happening in my state. Well, look, well it's not my problem. That's the wrong answer. It, 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 it's all of our problem. Look, we right? have to fight equally for all the other folks in all the other states. We have to constantly make sure that we stick together on this. And that is mm -hmm. the nature of these videos and that we're mm -hmm. trying to bring about awareness for our brothers and sisters in, uh, in so, uh, Oregon. Oregon. So, Oregon. How, do you, so Oregon. How, do you, how do you fight this as an Oregon resident? Pro 2A supporter, a gun owner. How do you fight this? Well, you start talking about educate. it. Educate. And you educate people about it. You talk to everybody you know. You contact your local and state uh, organizations, your Pro 2A organizations, and you find out what they're doing, and you try to get on board with it, and you try to get the word out about this crap right here and get this thing off of the ballot. Don't let them get those signatures. Educate your reps. You know, if, if you're, you're elected officials, look. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah. it's a ballot initiative. This is not going to affect any elected representative whatsoever, unless those particular elected reps, de depending on where they are, if they're going around and they're helping to get signatures on this petition, then they need right. to be tarred and feathered. They do. So that that's something that, you know... Is a very, very sketchy thing, and we wanted to bring it up and talk about it. And I know to some degree, Gosh. guys, I know we're kind of preaching the choir. Uh, no pun intended. We are kind of preaching the choir here. Well, preaching the choir and talking to brick walls. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. But I'd like to think that, you know, the videos do resonate with some people, and we've gotten numerous emails from folks that say, hey, you know, I was, you know, maybe on, on the anti-gun side, but now I'm on the pro-gun side, or at least at least in the middle. At, at least, at a minimum, I'm, I'm straddling the fence and wondering which side. I'm cool with that. I'm okay with you being in the middle. We can meet in the middle. You know, but we do get a lot of people that follow our videos that you know, are kind of enlightened by the way that we look at things, and we, we try to just be kind of common sense and just easygoing. And look, guys, I try my best to see both sides of the situation. You, know, you are never going to hear me tell you not to think for yourself. If in your heart you think that supporting that is, is, is in your best interest, then I can't stop you. But I, I, I am morally obligated to try to do the right thing. And, and I'm always going to do what is constitutionally valid. Mm -hmm. And in this case, this is very, very, very rotten. It stinks. It's a bad <laughs> apple. It needs to go away. What? And, um, what, I would, you know, what I would implore people to do who are either on the fence or... Deplorable. Yeah, well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you might be watching this video and you might be thinking, these guys are just feeding a line of bullcrap, whatever the case is. You know, they don't know what they're talking about. I would implore you to take some of the things that the mainstream media puts out there about gun violence in this country and some of the uh, politicians and such put out about gun violence and the statistics that they use and all this and actually look at, you know, FBI statistical reports and then also look at other countries and don't just compare gun violence, compare all violence. And just see what's happening. You'll find some very startling things that go on in other countries with very fervent anti-gun laws, where you know the common public and the common man can't own a firearm for self-protection. They can't carry a firearm for self-protection. 
But, you know, all right, criminals may not have as easy access to it, but guess what? They have access to all kinds of other stuff. And, and they're still going to get it either and way. And they're still going to they're, they're still, still going to hurt people. I mean, there's countries out there with, you know, very, very bad uh, gun laws, and hardly anybody owns a firearm, and they have some of the highest murder rates in the entire world. And not to mention, uh, you know, illicit, illegal guns that are present oh, yeah. regardless. I mean, the black market is always going to be a thing, but yeah. the, the thing is we have a constitution for a reason. It was put in place for a purpose. We have and, the Bill of Rights for a reason, and you know, our rights and, are there for a reason. And these people would seek for nothing more than the complete erosion of the constitution and complete power by the state. That's, I mean, it's been a thing for a long time. This is just kind of, it, it, it ticks along little pieces at a time, and just like this in Oregon these kind of ballot initiatives where they kind of get that little gray area and get through a little loophole where no one else has to be affected by it and they just let the people decide and they get the people on their side because the mainstream media is on their side. Everybody's got cable boxes in their house and this is, this is the information that they're, they're being fed. In. They're not being fed the facts. They're being fed the feel-good stories that, that go and they, they tug at the heartstrings of people and they, they garner to their emotional state. They do not think about this stuff logically. They don't put out logical points and they don't put out the facts. They flat out lie about this stuff. And, you know, you need to educate people around you about it. And like I said, I would implore anybody who's on the fence to go out and just look at the facts and then make a logical and educated decision for yourself. Agreed. Well, guys, we wanted to make this video. I, I think some good points were made. And, you know, I know, I know we're preaching the choir to some degree, but share this video with somebody you think it might help or maybe somebody that's on the fence. Uh, you know, I, I would like to think that we, we represent gun owners pretty dang well, I'd like to think. I mean, I, I'm not going to claim to be that guy, but we try our best to be good representations of what your average gun owner, the way that, you know, we all think. And, you know, yeah, it, it's <laughs> there's some bullcrap going on, and, and nobody that's red-blooded agrees with this at all. So, uh, guys, thanks for watching today's video. We appreciate all the support that we get from y'all, all the comments that you leave, all the suggestions. I mean... The reason we're making this video is because one of our viewers blew the whistle on this. So here we are. I mean, we're always going to fight for you guys. That's what we do. Um, my, my heart and my and everything that I do in my everyday life will always uh, be towards the good of the republic, the good of the Constitution. Liberty. And, and liberty. Uh, that, that's our voice of reason is liberty and what's right and what's wrong. And, uh, and that's always going to be the, you know, the principles that we hold dear. And uh, that's the, the, I guess where we come from in these videos. So thank you very much for watching today. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. See you guys.